0: Hi there, I'm Anne-Marie McQueen, editor of Live Healthy, and this is the Live Healthy podcast. Each week we interview health and wellness leaders and talk about all the things that are good for you, which you can also read about in our online magazine, the only one of its kind for men and women in the UAE. And now, here's this week's guest. Okay. Hi there. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good. How are you, And I'm good. I'm excited to talk about stem cells because, to be honest, they're one of those things that I think I understand, but I probably don't understand. And I feel like a lot of people might be the same way. So why don't you just do a little stem cell 101 for us to get started?
1: Yeah, What are they?
0: What are they? What are they? How do they? Where are they in our bodies? Yeah.
1: Right. Okay. So um, it is a new science and it is not easy for everyone to understand. So I'll try and explain by saying that uh, stem cells are really the body's raw material. So these are the building blocks. So imagine you have a bone marrow and these are the very raw cells. So if once they get into the right condition, right? For example, if we are growing them in the bone marrow or in the laboratory, these uh, raw materials, which are also called the stem cells, will then divide to form more cells. And they are called the daughter cells. But these daughter cells, which are still immature cells, would then either form some new cells or they will become more specialized cells with special function. For example, if they're in the blood, there will be blood cells or brain cells or heart cells or, or bone cells. And this is the unique ability of these stem cells that they can uh, make new cell types. So um, I hope you I uh, make this uh, quite easy to understand just to start with what a stem cell is. Mm-hmm. So they can make new cells there are yes. body's ability
0: to make new cells lies in these cells yes so what you're doing then explain how you are taking the stem cells in the body do i have extra stem cells that i can spare
1: yeah we we make stem cells all the time so this is how you know we make blood we i mean the the cells are regenerating automatically but sometimes um there are some parts of the body Once obviously they are grown or matured, they would not necessarily make uh, some specific cells. But these stem cells, we can, uh, the researchers have tried to increase more about their understanding by watching these stem cells into mature cells and how they will become bone cells or muscle cells or nerve cells. Uh, So that we can better understand the disease and the conditions uh, that can harm us, you know, and also these um, sometimes if we have like healthy cells, uh, which can also replace like you said, you know, uh, disease cells and this is the base of the regenerative medicine. And one stem cells, uh, we can, we have like these immature stem cells, we can guide them into make more specialized cells. So we are all making cells, but obviously they may not be doing the the thing that we want them to do. For example, if I have an autoimmune disease, I want to correct that disease, and and then obviously by studying these stem cells um, and how this disease occurs, we can uh, do specialized, um, you know, laboratory testing, etc., to help us um, cure this disease. I okay. Mean, so sorry, go ahead. No, not, not only this. I mean, sometimes you know these um, stem cells can be used to have new drugs for safety and um, effectiveness, for example. So before people were using investigational drugs in people, um, but now they believe that they can test them on some types of stem cells to make sure that they are safe. For example, we're making a cardiology drug and a heart drug, and we can test them on, you know, um, check it on the stem cell for cardiac toxicity. So, uh, Still, there's a lot of work. It's all, you know, still some some of these are experimental, but they are being increasingly used for stem cell therapies are being used in autoimmune diseases, like type one diabetes, multiple sclerosis, uh, even motor neuron disease, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's disease, but uh, still experimental. So essentially
0: we have these cells in our bone marrow. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, they can turn into cells that can go and help any part of our body and you can manipulate them
1: to do that.
0: And then you can use them to help in diseases from head to toe. This isn't, you know, there's a lot more work, but am I understanding correctly? Okay. Okay. And so at the Abu Dhabi stem cell center, what does your work focus on? What are you doing there?
1: So Abu Dhabi Stem Cells um, Center is the one of the main project is on bone marrow transplantation. So for example, in cancer of the blood or even autoimmune diseases like multiple sclerosis. And we also have um, other type of regenerative medicine um, that we um, are trying to bring to uh, our patients. Uh, For example, we um, have already done bone marrow transplant uh, in uh, blood cancer patients, about 13 of them. And recently we also did one patient uh, for multiple sclerosis. Um, So we are trying to bring um, um, all these treatments that were not available before to our patients within UAE and within the region Okay, so I have,
0: say I have multiple sclerosis. Can you just walk me through how, like what you do and how it works and what the outcome, this ideal outcome would be?
1: Yeah, so as um, most of the people may know or may not know that multiple sclerosis is basically a chronic autoimmune disease. So basically it uh, is your own immune system attacking the nervous system. So what um, this one of the treatment called autologous, hematopoietic stem cell, meaning that uh, stem cell uh, therapy uh, is given to this patient to reset the person's immune system. And it's useful for those who have a specific type of MS. So not all patients with multiple sclerosis, unfortunately will benefit from it, but those with active relapsing remitting form of MS, um they would be able to um you know have access to this procedure if they are eligible and the goal of this treatment is to stop the inflammation that um actually actually contributes to multiple sclerosis and autologous which means um person's own own stem cells are used um to First, we destroy their aberrant immune, aberrant or dysfunctional immune system, and then we rebuild it and rebalance the immune system by giving the patients their own stem cells.
0: Okay, so how does the process work? Do you, yeah, how does the process of that work? You take, you extract, and then what? So, yes,
1: so first, first, uh, obviously, you, we have to make sure the patient is eligible. And then we give them some sort of uh, chemotherapy, which kind of destroys the immune system. But before that, we take some of their patients own um, stem cells, and they grow it in the lab. And once we have achieve that immune system at the more what we call ablative. So we, uh, we um, destroy the immune system and then we give those uh, stem cells back to the patient so they can. So it's like resetting the immune system. So with those stem cells, they can start afresh um, to basically destroy those memory cells that were, uh, you know, causing the immune dysfunction. How long would this process take and how many
0: transfusions would you
1: need so the procedure itself uh, can take up to uh, you know a couple of weeks or three weeks but obviously there's work before and after because you want to make sure the patient you know is stable they have because we are, you know, destroying the immune system, or we're saying we are resetting the immune system, make sure they have no, you know, there, no reactivation of any infection that's come up. So, but the patient we recently did, I mean, she was discharged within three weeks, uh, and uh, she did really well. And when you say really well, like, what are we looking at? Obviously, it's still early to uh, give a very objective uh, improvement uh, because this type of treatment can even improve their neurological, uh, you know, uh, problems that they've had. So there is something called the EDSS, which is a disability uh, scale that we measure, and in that scale there are very, you know, there are lots of tests that we do uh, like on examination, and our patient. Overall scoring didn't change, but the small functional score actually showed improvement. That let's say she was less ataxic, so she her balance was better. Her, you know, she reported that you know she the, one of the other things uh, with this kind of condition is it can affect the vision as well. That she felt her vision was clear. So all these are what we say soft um, improvements, but it's still early and. The, I think the real improvement we will see in about six months.
0: Okay, and is it a lasting improvement? Can you consider yourself?
1: Yes, so um, patients who have received this procedure, um, you know, they it's not like a chronic immune suppression. So their own immune system goes back to normal. And also that they um, because we are resetting the immunity, uh, we hope that the MS uh, disease doesn't um, come back. So in the studies that have been done, patient has been disease-free for five years, even some patients over 10 years. So, and they don't need any other treatments for this uh, MS. Um, so it it's, and patients' quality of life improves, Their not just patients, but their families, their carers. And obviously they also have, um, you know, less financial cost that's associated with uh, continuous, uh, you know, administration of very expensive uh, drugs. So what's the availability of this? Like
0: how many people at this time could avail themselves of this and what's the opportunity to scale it?
1: So, um, this treatment is uh, endorsed by european and american you know uh bone marrow societies uh, in 2019 they said that this is no longer a, um it's a standard of care and not uh, just an an option and it should be available to patients who have failed at least one disease modifying treatment if they have relapsing remitting form of ms um so it's available um, at our center. Um, we just obviously need to uh, advise our patients that it's not for everybody because um, we have certain criteria and it works best for those who have active relapsing remitting MS. So patients who have progressive MS because already their the neurons may not have the ability to um, to regenerate, it may be uh, not a good option uh, for them. And I think sometimes we struggle with this uh, to help our understand, you know, to help our patient to understand this, because I mean, everybody would uh, would like to be considered and we are Mm -hmm. very much open to that. So, it's, it's something, if the patient feels that something they would want to pursue, I think the first thing would be to speak with their neurologists. Um, and if not uh, directly, they can come and book an appointment with one of our doctors here and we can assess them. I'm curious
0: about your take. I mean, this is a little bit out of your purview, but you would know maybe about the insurance aspect of it, because, yes. you know, is this a treatment that insurance would cover. And to me, it seems like something insurance might want to cover because it would take away
1: the ongoing costs
0: down the yes. road, right? So can you address that?
1: Yes. Yeah, so um, obviously the health economics, as we call it, has been uh, looked at in Europe and USA, and they have identified that this is a very cost effective treatment as well. Now in uh, UAE, we have the insurance system and the first patient um, was, uh, you know, um, done, um, uh, sponsored by our center. However, we will, you know, pursue this. uh, It's already, uh, you know, we are pursuing this with the Department uh, of Health and the insurance that this is something uh, they should uh, consider uh, as an option for patients, in the right patients, obviously. Because um, studies are there and it it has proven that it's not just gives the patient the best quality of life, but also um, to the social economics and the family economics as well.
0: Okay, so it's not covered by insurance now.
1: But right now, no, but we hope that it would be, yeah.
0: And so if someone wants it now, how do they pay for it themselves or you're sponsoring it? Like it's at that stage where it's,
1: well, at the moment we will, we, uh, we have sponsored the first patient and, uh, we might also sponsor the next, but we are thinking that we would be pursuing this, uh, seriously. And, uh, we are hoping that the insurance will be on our side. So if anybody wants to be checked out, I think at the moment the the thing would be to come and see us. And if we think they're eligible, the rest is really up to us to pursue that. How much would it, like, do you have an
0: idea of the cost versus the ongoing cost of of medication?
1: So let's say it might cost about 70 to 80,000 US dollars uh, annually for for somebody on on a disease-modifying treatment. And I think if you, if you take that as a benchmark, you will say that maybe the the stem cell therapy would be equivalent to just two years of wow. that treatment. Okay. And um, so here in Abu Dhabi, we um, will we probably say maybe 280. I mean, I don't want to say any figure because I don't know. So maybe yeah. I shouldn't say it. yeah. not
0: pocket change, but um, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm not but going to be most able to of the
1: plenty. drugs, no, most of the drugs for MS are extremely okay. expensive. So it's not somebody could uh, pay out of pocket. So you do need the insurance or the support programs.
0: Absolutely. Okay. And so in the UAE, do you know sort of how many people are working on this in the whole country?
1: Uh, our center is uh, the first center, which is providing um, autologous uh, hematopoietic stem cell therapy for MS and also the uh, bone marrow transplant for cancer, uh, blood cancer. So at the moment uh, we are providing this. Um, I think maybe maybe another institute has done something, uh, maybe a patient or so, but um, we have been uh, given the center of excellence, uh, you know, a category by Okay. I think, or we are pursuing that. Sorry, I I, I can't uh, say that. Okay. Yeah, but
0: we're talking like single digits at the moment of people being <laughs> who've actually had the treatment
1: uh, for multiple sclerosis. No, this is the first okay. patient within the region, not okay. just UAE, but within the In the Gulf region. region. So
0: we're talking the yes. first yes. person. Yes. yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. And then, can you tell me about what? So is it just blood
1: cancer you're working right now to as well? Uh, Yes, so uh, the blood cancers, they've done already 13 uh, patients uh, successfully, alhamdulillah, and uh, there are a couple of others in progress, but uh, for the stem cell uh, in MS, it was the first patient, but... Uh, There are many other projects uh, which will be, remember that we will be doing this on patients where we have the guidelines and and where it's considered to be an approved uh, treatment. So there are many experimental trials uh, that we would be working on as well.
0: And where can you see this going? Like where can you see this, the future for you?
1: Yeah, so um, this is a very good question. First of all, Abu Dhabi Stem Cell Center, as you know, it's what's uh, founded with the primary objective that uh, we meet the growing domestic and regional demand for advanced medical services And um, patients were seeking these specialized services, they were going abroad, abroad, but now we have, uh, we are equipped uh, with providing these services, uh, not just to the UAE population, but also to the regional population at their home. So as a part of uh, the mandate that Abu Dhabi stem cell has, uh, is an innovation and research driving facility, uh, and it's committed to helping patients, you know, heal them, not just for today and tomorrow, but for years to come. And we are blessed that we have some highly specialized workforce uh, and we hope to uh, achieve the best results possible. So eventually, could you see
0: it being used for like almost every problem? Um,
1: I think this is a a vision that we have, and uh, we will... um, we will say that first of all, right now, as as you know, we are pursuing this in um, autoimmune diseases, um, also in, you know, not only just in autoimmune diseases, but also they will be uh, focusing on a regenerative uh, uh, things like transplant uh, services uh, as well. So yes, yeah, sky is the limit or maybe not sky, but space is the limit and uh, It says that in 2020, the Abu Dhabi Bone Marrow Program uh, was developed uh, and there is an economic vision that by 2030 will transform the healthcare sector by improving the average health uh, spans in in line with its science of longevity uh, to help people live longer, healthier life and, and fuller lives. So, we will be able to provide them with this world class treatment that they deserve. It
0: really is a shift from the sort of sick model to a well model, right? Like, it's looking at, you know, treating the ongoing treatment. What we always hear about everyone wants to get people on drugs, a pharmaceutical industry wants, you know, is making all this money and people are sick. And then it's just like we can use our own body's power it's magical absolutely. to me. How do you feel about that part of it? Like there's something almost spiritual about it to me. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So um, we believe uh, even as, you know, physicians uh, that prevention is better than cure. So all these programs about exercise, you know, healthy living, diet, good sleep, less stress, uh, et cetera, help us. And, and actually there is science behind that, you know, things like even fasting can regenerate the stem cells. So there are, there are many things that we can do on the individual basis before getting ill that would need us to do something more, you know, active. So we have to be proactive and, and help ourselves and our family and society.
0: Can you just tell me a little bit about that with the fasting and the stem cells, because fasting is Um, so ingrained in society here, um, with, you know, with Ramadan and, uh, and, and the benefits are laid out in the Quran, but in the West, I'm hearing a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people pushing fasting for its healthy benefits, but then there's a lot of people saying, no, it's not healthy. And so when you mentioned stem cells, I just sort of wanted you to speak to that part of it, since that's your area of expertise, how does that work?
1: so i mean as you can see that i am a muslim so i can quote from the quran that it it says that the fasting is prescribed for you so it doesn't say that we ask you to fast it say prescribed so prescription is you know something that our body needs and it is a time when when you don't eat uh when you don't drink uh you go in into maybe this um, this conditioning phase, where you're able to, um, you know, force the stem cells to to come out and give you a more a healthier immune system. Um, so this is scientifically proven, and even for patients, because sometimes we patients ask us about, okay, I have MS, can I fast? I have, you know, this disease, can I fast? So for MS per se, we say if if you can if you are healthy enough obviously i'm not saying if you've got very bad ms and you should fast but if you are um you know in the first initial stages and you can fast because it's it's evidence shows that it doesn't harm, harm you or your disease actually can have benefit and and same with many other diseases so um as long as it you know you don't mess up your medication if if you for example if you've got epilepsy you will have to see your doctor so they can guide you how to take your medicine etc so most most of our patients uh they do well but and how yes, specifically
0: about so how specifically does it help the stem cells
1: so um how exactly it it uh helps. I can't go into the detail because I don't know the details, mm-hmm. but there have been literature um, evidence that it kind of um, say that it stimulates the stem cells. Um, exactly how I think we need to look at it into further. So I can't give you any more. Okay. Literature. But it's been
0: measured in the literature. Yes. And it, shows yes. That it Okay. So that is very interesting. Okay, and how did you get interested in this line of work? What drew you to it?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I actually, um, I, whenever I went to these scientific meetings and and there were always these debates about stem cells in uh, different neurological conditions. As you know, I am a neurologist by background. It, it used to uh, interest me a lot. And I saw that there is so much... Hope, but just because I think there is also the fact that it's not promoted uh, well enough because it's it's not a drug, and the drugs that we use for this condition are already off patent, and there is no uh, pharma push. So it it has been a struggle, but we know, and there has been enough literature. There are big uh, scientists who have proven, who have done like hundreds of these. Uh, you know, stem cell therapies, let's, uh, let's say in MS alone, and have shown that it it actually benefits patients. And uh, if it's been endorsed, and if it helps, and it's safe, and has actually superior efficacy than most of the other drugs, then why don't we give that option to our patient?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, well, listen, thank you so much for your time. I
0: definitely understand more about stem cells now. And I'm (laughs)
1: Thank you for
0: having me. (laughs) Hopefully everyone else does too. It will be interesting to follow what you're doing there. Thanks so much. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Thank you, doctor.
0: That's it for this week. If you liked the podcast, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We'll see you next time on the Live Healthy Podcast.